Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and it's sanctioned by Stephanie. And tonight, we have a new guest, somebody new to the basement, <laughs> rolled up with his fanny pack full of white claw. I swear to God, this is my brother from another mother. Please put your hands together for Papa Sean Sagru. Papa Sean da 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 da. Papa Sean da 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 da. Papa Sean da 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 da. Papa Sean. Has fanny packs that da da da. I don't know. I was going to keep going, but yeah. drinks, lots of white cloth. <laughs> I mean, sure. How I, are you doing, Papa Sean? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for having me here. The 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 warm uh, written script, Papa Sean. Do 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 do. Yeah, I do yeah. feel uh, very welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for coming. Um, so this season. On our show, we've had some people, we've had mostly people who have been doing comedy for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And you and I have bonded because we just started doing comedy pretty much. And uh, like I started a little bit before you, basically, like on stage. Yeah. But like you've been doing other stuff too. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and like what you're all about? You know, kind of a little bit of synopsis of uh, who Papa Sean is, how you came to be Papa Sean. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. So let's do that. How did you? Um, where'd you grow up? Well, uh, oddly enough, I uh, I did ask my therapist today uh, if I can call myself a comedian, which I think just by the nature of me asking my therapist that uh, qualifies me as a comedian. Hell yeah! <laughs> just by having <laughs> a therapist qualifies you to be a comedian. That and, <laughs> and the, uh, the the Taco Bell uh, Los Doritos tacos that I was eating in the New Way parking lot last week while making soft eye contact with some poor soul walking into New Way. It's like, oh, this is my moment. This is your moment. Yeah. So where did you grow up, Papa Sean? So I grew up in the uh, the hills of Farmington. The hills of Farmington. Yes. Okay. Just uh, just outside of Detroit. I uh, My my identity, uh, I, I, uh, I moved away at 18, grew up in the same house, same room, had the, the same kind of kind of group of friends. Yeah. And and I loved and I appreciated everyone, but you wanted to get the fuck out. Well, I I just saw the group think early. Mm-hmm. You know? I I graduated high school in 2002, so like <laughs> I watched the towers fall as a senior in high school. Right. And like that was one of the first moments in my life where I'm looking at myself and my peers and realizing how much our lives are going to change because of what we're seeing. Exactly. And then there's, you know, kids that are 3 years younger than me at uh, at another table that just had no idea what was going on. Exactly. And, you know, so that was kind of one of the first watersheds where it's like, you know, I, I think I play a role in how this story goes. So let me let me meet some new people, kind of branch out. So I had, I had family in the southeast. So if I got homesick or broke, you know, yeah. I, I, I had somewhere to take my laundry like any college kid. But right, so, right. So I went and... Uh, <laughs> hey, Aunt. <laughs> hey, Aunt Sandy. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's Aunt Deborah. Aunt Deborah. Aunt Deborah and Aunt Mary Jo. And Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a Uncle Joe Bob. How yeah. about that? <laughs> and you're Polish, too. <laughs> I, I am uh, half Polak, uh, quarter German, quarter Irish, so I'm drunk, angry, and stupid, I believe. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, so you basically, you uh, moved down south, and you're, you're a bar guy. Right. Yeah. So I uh, I was going through a breakup and uh, got got a job uh, at a bar, and was the uh, the only guy willing to work on game days. So they gave me a key and promoted me from barback to assistant bar manager, and I had never poured a drink before. 
<laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> so they're get, like, "Hey, you're gonna show up. All right, let's give him okay, all the." Okay, we're in the south. This is in Auburn, Alabama. Auburn, yeah. Alabama. But, okay. Yeah. Enough okay. said. So the, the very first. Is that oh, wrong? No. It's the Tigers. That's War Eagle. <laughs> right, right. War Eagle. Sorry. It's, it, it's all good. I'm a Michigan get, man myself. So, I get um, confused. Yeah. Ben's like ready to kill me right now. <laughs> How do you not know, woman? I've, I've, I've 19 got, years ago, you should know my Southeast Conference. <laughs> my, my, my two goals for this show were not to cry and not to get canceled. So I, I got to stay off of Alabama. Yeah, so I, got, I got canceled. I got canceled already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I definitely... Um, I don't want to pull a Jacob House and get that backwards and cry while I'm getting canceled on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, no, so uh, the the very first, uh, you know, like bartender that I was managing at the time, I'm 24 years old. Okay, so you're a baby. I was 23 years old. Uh, this lady was 32 years old. I thought, oh. Count the rings on that one, right? <laughs> was she weathered? Uh, you know, she did some time in the Navy. Uh, okay. She was from Philly. She was a hard bitch. Her, yeah. her go-to, like, she get hammered behind the bar, lead some dude on. Then when he would, like, you know, do something out of line, she would, like, slap the bar and be like, this motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Was she Joe Pesci all of a sudden? Oh, dude, I'm like, I'm, Andrea, uh, you're drunk and that's your husband. Oh, God, is it my mom? That's my mom's name. It we, could be my mom. We called him to pick you up again. Uh, so, you know, I, I came up in the metro Detroit area. I, 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 you know, had grandfathers who were, you know, working in the chrome plants in River Rouge. And, right, right. You know, like there's just a, a, a certain amount of, you know, Detroit, that, that that was my identity when I went down south, you know, right. that uh, I wish a motherfucker would in right. this. What up, doe? What up, doe? Right? Yeah. Which also, that statement means so much to me, because whenever I'd see a Detroiter outside of Michigan, I'd say, what up, doe? Yeah. There would be that, like, that kind of straighten up and, like, you yeah. know, feel like home. So Respect. Like, <laughs> so, like, when I when I get home and I just say it, like, that's just, like, something I did down south. And, yeah. like, people are like, oh, why are you saying that? I'm like, because, man, it is, like, a that's beacon of, yeah. like, this is... Like, we, we all, like, then I know that I can get away with, like, some Mr. Allen's jokes, you know, 29 or 250. Yeah, like, um, Boogie Boogie Williams, uh, he, uh, the first night I ever seen him on stage, he does a whole bit about how, like, I'm from Detroit. We say what up, though, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it is, it's true, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, my whole life, we've always said what up, though, you know what I mean? Like, and never even thought that this is just, a, like, a kind of a Detroit symbol, but knowing that and hearing that in the South and everything, too, oh, that's fucking amazing. Pure Michigan. Oh, pure Michigan. <laughs> and, like... If someone says what up, doe, to me, I also know that when I greet them, it's going to be a half hug and we're going to snap our fingers afterwards. You know, like that's just exactly that's just it. Yeah. And, and then people look at you like, have y'all met before? It's yeah. Like, it's like, no. no, but this is where we're from. Yeah. This is what we be. So, you know, like that, that, that was just kind of the, the beginnings of. Uh, so how'd you get the name Papa Sean? So I, I tell a good story. I'm, I, uh, there's almost like an oral history that, uh, that, that happens around me and you know people just kind of become You're become very legends much a storyteller yes. yes so you know i do have friends from atlanta that uh you know none of y'all can fact check so yeah know, that's fine but they sound a little taller hair's a little thicker you know a <laughs> little, little more girth where it matters you know i mean who who's it hurting i don't i'm irish i don't let the truth get in the way of a good story never you know, never you know. 
But, uh, you know, so that was part of it. Um, I was I was in a fraternity. I was the president of a fraternity at Auburn, Alabama. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, it was a, uh, a beautiful gang of misfits. Uh, we, uh, you know, like everybody will tell you, like, when they're trying to justify why they're in a frat, they're like, I mean, we're the most, like, unfrat, like, frat. Like, no, nah, we're <laughs> fucking bros, dude. Yeah, we were just hanging. <laughs> I, had my, I had my sparies. I, I, Nobody's I, raping anybody to <laughs> initiate them or anything like that, you know? There's no hazing going on. We're just chill. Oh, like, no, no, what no, up, no, 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 Oh, there was hazing. That that was character building. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes, and, and I... How's your butthole? Is oh, it okay? I was one of the last that's, oh. uh, that, that carried out the art form of constructive hazing. Oh, you know? shit. Okay. I was going to bust your balls. You knew why. (laughs) So you got the name Papa from the frat? From the frat. And then it just carried on to, if you needed to get bailed out, if you needed to go to the hospital. um, You're kind of of a daddy. Yeah. So you got that name. Yeah. I got, I started getting into my Clooney years, you know, so now I am on the other side of 32. Right. Trying to, uh, you know, dress like I'm 18, like like an asshole listening to Drake. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Like now I'm like All the, his feelings. Yeah, now I'm like the old bar manager life coaching these you know 22 23 year old sales bros and and sales beckies right. that uh, that would work for me on the weekend and you know these girls would be like oh our regular so nice he's going to take me to Miami I'm like Whoa. maybe he's not just, he's going to take you to Miami like oh. you got to fuck him uh, I, you know, so I just prepare them. Like, at, at some point, there's going to be an old dick in the same room as you. Yeah, like, yeah, you're going to see something. And then they come back, show up, they're like, Papa, thank God you told me, because I wouldn't have known what to do. Like, yes, you do. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah, you, but, you don't know what to expect because you're naive as shit. Yeah, yeah. and so, like, it, but it's those little things where it's like, and, and also just reminding people how much body language plays into uh, yes. it. Yes. Where, you know, like... Look, I understand that you are trying to engage uh, a table, but like at eight o'clock at a sports bar, when a server touches my shoulder, turns into midnight when I'm tipping her and leaving my phone number. Like, yeah, she definitely wants what I want out right, of life. You right, know, like, exactly, it's just like, exactly. Guys are idiots. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. They get it twisted sometimes. So my, so my, what really kind of I guess made that stick was my mantra always was: Look, if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable. Uh, let me know because it's my job to make them feel just as, if not more uncomfortable than you felt. And you will be the judge of that. This Papa fits so well. It's just like the Smurfs. It's like, (laughs) it's like, but a ton of Smurfettes just like going off with other Papa Smurfs. Same, same, same blue balls, unfortunately. Same blue balls, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. And then hey. once in a while, Gargamel gets in the mix, and it's kind of a fucked up situation. Yeah, let's go ahead and flag that one in case we have to edit that out. Gargamel? Yeah. No, 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 the blue balls. Yeah. The blue balls is great. No, we're really keeping that, keeping it all. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about, let's talk about comedy. Let's talk about stand-up. What made you realize or think that you were funny? I controlled the alcohol, so... <laughs> I controlled the crowd. Okay. So I, hey, hey. I I would say that my my come up was uh, like kind of the uh, the the male non Jewish version of marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I make a hell of a casserole. But you did like a you kind of did like a little bit of a variety yeah. kind of thing at well, the bar here and there. Well, like to to be a good bartender in a very long shotgun style bar, you got to cover a lot of ground got to talk to a lot of people and so i would just kind of find like things about customers start a premise get them talking tap the bar like frank underwood and get the fuck on to the next and then so right. 
I'm sitting back smoking a cigarette, dealing with my hangover, and all of these dudes are talking to each other, having the time of their life, and then I just come over and be like, "Hey, Dan, I'll hug your kid." <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and just, then, so, you, and so you get some laughs that oh, way. I was, I was plate spinning. Yeah. You know. Okay. I, cool. You know, just, just, just pop into a conversation because I. Wait, I heard wait, wait, useful. wait. Are you Tom Cruise from Cocktail? Probably. Probably. <laughs> like the two thousands version. <laughs> I always, so, so much of my life, uh, people would be like, "Hey, man, like, if Leonardo DiCaprio had a really dumb looking brother." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so like a, so no, like a, that's like a complete transformation. Because remember how how like different he looked in Titanic. Like when he had the swoopy hair and he mm-hmm. still had blondish hair, and now it's like he went from he went from like like young hot thing to like dad, you know. But still, as fucking young models, it's it, it's like the best thing ever. And he didn't have to have any kids either. And and it's all like George Clooney boxed out all that space for like yes for those kind of guys and yeah for, like, oh Matt Damon just gonna age to the salt and pepper yeah but yeah. Matt Damon settled down with the family and shit so did Ben Affleck but Ben Affleck's back mm. with J Lo mm. mm. I want to know what that sex is like I'm not even kidding <laughs> he's like my favorite and she's like They're the hottest telling. woman on earth. <laughs> Oh yeah, they tell. They'll tell. There will be there will be a Ben Affleck J Lo geriatric sex tape. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Someone's gonna get that. <laughs> I've, I've got theories, but that. Oh. So your bar people are basically who made you think. You know, like this is maybe something that has legs. That and I, and the one in the family that just kind of beats to my own drum. Okay. And so I would explore a lot of the ball busting space because I got shouted down and overtalked by a very outgoing older brother. Okay. And so I would have to just kind of pick my spots. Right. And, you know, so. Make your mark. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I'm like 12 years old. My my cousin has her like high school boyfriend over at Thanksgiving. And he's right. like, oh, I just want to thank everyone for feeling accepted. And then like pass the cup to me. And I look at him and go, who says you're accepted? Whole family dies. Like, ah, <laughs> this is what it feels like. <laughs> this yeah. is what it feels like to kill. I need more of this. Yeah. Um, so did anyone, anyone uh, who or what encouraged you to pursue comedy? I, th- I think ultimately I was looking for somebody to tell me like, hey, Sean, you should go do comedy. Yeah. And I, uh, I had this like road trip where I was kind of tying up some loose ends, uh, exploring some new options, and I... Wait, wait, you found a chick online and you went to go see her? No. no oh, okay. No. I thought maybe that might be what that code was for, so... Oh, no, anyway. no, 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 that, okay. no. None of this. Okay, we're not talking about this. No, but like, I had an excuse to get down to Atlanta. I took it. Since I was down in Atlanta, buddy of mine... Not Gucci, Rotten Designs, Jacob and the Good People. I got him. Uh, I got out. him a gig uh, in Montgomery, Alabama, at uh, the Tipping Point. If you ever find yourself at Old Hampstead, out there just north of Montgomery, Alabama, stop by the Tipping Point. Tell him Papa sent you, Justin Owens. I love you, man. <laughs> um, so I mean, I, I gotta, gotta get to Alabama, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm gonna plug if I. If I no, plug chance, every yeah. and anything. Yeah. Um, ooh, all right. Um, so. Shiwi. Yeah, so you know, I got, you I got to, to go. Yeah, got to go see a good rock show. Uh, I was going to stop off in Nashville, but uh, my man Kyle Seitz, he's got a new album coming out this year. Um, 
You know? Papa, are you just going to name drop all fucking Oh, yeah. Night? I don't, I don't, right, I don't keep fine. going. That's yeah. cool. That's no, cool. So, like, I, I couldn't work that out. So, I ended up in Chicago, and I got hammered in Wrigleyville. Yeah. my friend had to work a shift. Uh-huh. I wandered into the Lincoln Lodge. Okay. And I bought a ticket to a show that you didn't have to buy tickets for. Oh. It was a show and go because they were just opening the room and they wanted all the comics in the area to come and do like a late night Saturday. Okay. Like, hey, check out these three rooms. So when I go to check in, that was like for the show and go check in. Like, hey, we found the guy that paid for a ticket. Oh, my God. <laughs> my drunk ass. I had been day ass. drinking in Chicago. Yeah. Like hard. Yeah. Doing like white girl shit. Eating artisanal toasts. Hell yeah. Yeah. Brie. Like, Brie cheese. Oh, like avocados on everything. Avocados mm. on everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're, I, uh, they're now making the TikTok pasta with the tomatoes and the feta. Have you seen this? I gave up. That's uh, the new white girl thing. God bless, man. They're all going to be healthy. Everyone's going to be healthy. Um, yeah, so, so, so you I got on up, stage? Got on stage, made fun of the host. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, Don't do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one looking like an out of shape, out of shape David Tells. But so you like, were you were drunk. Yeah. You were drunk. Oh. But, you know, but, but you've learned, you know, you're supposed to be good to the host. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like literally... Before I went up at Ridley's two weeks later to like right. actually do a Oh, slap. that was only two weeks before Ridley's? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I had two weeks to think about my sins. Yeah. And uh, literally my notes were, make it to the light, uh, thank the host, don't make fun of the host. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I think those yeah. were my only goals to accomplish. So. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, that was when we met. When I met you, um, it was yes. me, Cliff, JD. Um, who else was there? There was a bunch of people there that night. We all met you. Um, Tim Hill opened for me. Tim Hill. Tim Hill. Brett Selfarino. I miss uh, him. Was the host. Brett Selfarino was the host. He gave me very very kind eyes, and I, I actually to bring it back to Leo. I just kind of felt like he was sending me out to my death, like uh, you know, very. Um, like the <laughs> yes, 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 gangs in New York gangs style, in New York you know? style, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tim Hill comes off stage, looks at me, and goes, It's a great crowd. And my head, I just go, What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Tim's been doing it for like six years, oh. you know, seven years, yeah. so he you know he's kind of a pro, you know, he's been all over the place, and then it's like, uh, it's like, Okay, it's your turn, yeah. go. Oh, yeah, and you got up there and you got laughs. I mean, we were laughing, you I, know. I, I I had a few. You took that hat off, and we all laughed. Oh, man, <laughs> now, like, so I had I had a premise that I wanted to get to, and then what I found was that fear and anxiety took over, mm-hmm. and I just started dropping f bombs. Yeah, I lost control of the f bombs. I understand because I do the same thing. I I'm like, who the fuck's what fucking fucking shit? Fuck, fuck. And I'm like, oh, God, wait, what just came out of my mouth? It's like word vomit. I will know? not attempt to go back to Ridley's for quite some time until I can send him 10 clean fucking minutes of this guy. Right. Jesus Christ. Right, right. I know how you feel. Yeah. Like, get there. Yeah. It, it, um, it really is like a different for you to do that for like basically your second mic. Yeah kind of your first because you weren't wasted Mm. you know Mm. for you to do that that's that's ballsy to me because it's it's an actual club you know like getting up at these bars is so much easier because it's like nobody gives a fuck but when they're at a club they're there to watch you the thing that was really cool um like obviously meeting you and jd was the highlight right right but uh there was another working comedian tim I have no idea what his name was, but he was 
kind of a goof, you know, like a taller, older, older dude. Okay. And so, you know, he was just kind of doing that comedian banter, feeling mm-hmm. me out, realized that I'm just so fucking green, but there's no green room. So, uh, at that time, now yeah, they have it time. open again. Yeah. So, so he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm doing a, a longer set this weekend. So there's, there's a story that I, that I really want to work on. Wait, was it Steve Hansen? I thought his name was Tim. White hair? No, no, no. He was oh, okay. it, it, like, All it was right. blonde, but not like, not like white. Like, now so, I can't think of who it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. Like, so, but so he, 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 so he did But he his, told you. And basically what it was is like, it was his intro then it was the story, and then it was the tie-up. Right. And you could tell that there was set between those uh, those three parts. Yeah. And and the way that he bailed out and then dove back in, and I could see how tactically he was accomplishing. Like, he was pausing where he expected to get laughs. Mm-hmm. You could see that he was making a note where he was getting laughs where, like, he didn't really know right. that that was right. there. And so it was rough in those two transitions because he's just cutting out all the – soft lead out into a new story, build up and right. then come back in. Right. But it, it really helped me understand that like, oh, there 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 is a way to just kind of accomplish things up there. And, right. And like the first few that I saw didn't have notes or whatever else. And, I was and there. on the open mic, you only have like five, six minutes, you know? So it's it's like, what do you do in five minutes? Can you complete a thought? You know what I mean? Can you complete several thoughts? Do you just go up there and do one-liners like, you know, what I mean, that's what a lot of people that's what a lot of people struggle with that are starting out like us. Mm-hmm. Like, do I just make a bunch of jokes? Yeah. Do I just go up there and make a bunch of jokes or do I have one solid thought that I talk all about the entire time in that five minute entity? Yeah. And then like for me and you, we're more storyteller kind of comics. You know, like we're we're up there because we have life experience. Mm-hmm. We have tons of stories. Our whole thing is, is like we have these big, long stories and we just need to cut the fat down so that we can execute it and get those laughs when we need them. Yes. So that's that's the thing about like that I saw in you. I was like, oh, man, he's going to be great. He just needs to cut like all the all fat, <laughs> all the fat. Like we're going to get super major liposuction on this shit. And, and you have been you've been cutting it down to getting to like the point faster Mm -hmm. and i i i appreciate like watching you grow because like i seen you that first time and i was just like dude papa sean papa sean has some good shit and jd even went afterwards and he finished the set you know he closed out and did his recap and he was all more validated in my life no like i seen you in the back and we were just cracking up because i'm like he just talked about how you came out there looking like jaheem and i was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) like it was too funny it, it's um, I'm I'm sitting there with my boss, and then he just like he comes on stage and it, it just starts off with like let's talk about what we've seen here tonight. Papa Sean, you stupid motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. like, you took that fucking hat off. You could have had every hoe in this motherfucker. It was hilarious. God. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so basically, like, you got a lot of people that have basically like encouraged you and I, I i'd like to think i'm kind of one of them <laughs> the reason i went to my next mic because there's there's a way that this story goes where i pat myself on the back i congratulate myself for doing it doing ridley's and then i call ridley's the next wednesday and they're like hey bro you said fuck every other word oh they did no 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 oh but right because like i don't know 
how to go, what to do, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I came over just to kind of at least acknowledge JD and be like, yo, if you wanted to go harder on me, like, by all means, like, that's, that's, like, I understand, I get it, right, you know, right. like, so, because, um, like, I don't, I don't know the community, you know, so, like, yeah. is he, like, oh, I talked some shit, but, like, yo, y'all, y'all give me a heads up if, uh, if he's coming up behind me after the show, yeah. Right, right. I, I do look <laughs> like I've been living in North Michigan for the last nine months, you know. <laughs> but, but, but. But then you invited me out. Hell and, yeah. And then I came, and, and so, like, had you not done that, mm-hmm. and then, like, even, uh, like, Noah Barchek after, yep. like, we talked, he's, like. You had, some, you had some good stuff in there, and I'm just like, honestly, dude, you look creepy enough that I'm just going to believe anything that you say right <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, that's my <laughs> baby Matthew McConaughey <laughs> with brown hair. Because yeah. yeah. I felt like his next question was going to be like, hey, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> more, more like, does, do I smell like snake piss? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's no knowing, knowing now, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so thank you to, no, to you guys. Like, I, I seriously, like, I, I try to get as many people as I can to come out, you know, because it's something that I slept on for so long. I didn't know about this Detroit underground comedy scene. Like, mm-hmm. come on, you know, and now we're all part of it. Yeah. And it's insane. And it's like the most welcoming community. And I just fucking love it. And I'm like, I want more people to come in, you know. And then but I don't ask people to, like, come to stuff mm-hmm. unless I think that they got some potential. So just so you know. Um, it's not just the fact that you show up with a fanny pack full of white cloth. It's because I feel like you have potential too. And a lot of people have taken chances on me. People like, you know, uh, uh, Robert Schneider, Billy Chapman, uh, Adam, Adam for sure. Adam Walsh for sure. He's like my big brother in this whole thing. He's a dude. Yeah, He's taken a lot of, a lot of chances on me. Um, and then everyone else, everyone else that has come out to new Dodge, like, and doesn't think I'm a a shit show, you know? So remember the first conversation that you, me and Adam had together. I, so I don't know. (laughs) So, so you invited me out. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I think I needed to have seven or 10 for, for that. The first time I I came out. So I come out, uh, introductions very warm whatever i'm still very very green i don't know that i have seven at this point right yeah so adam's like oh how long have you been doing it i was like wow what's today yeah because it had been like two weeks and like the the half look over at you like are you kidding me like this kid (laughs) he did he did whatever and and like in my head i'm like hey bro you're smoking my weed (laughs) and you're you're laughing at my one liners. So like pump the fucking brakes for a second, right? But so so felt the pressure, went up, did well, and and then he too, you know, pulled me aside and was like, Hey look, man, show me that you that you got a five that you can get And just through. keep working on it. And then, you know, when I think it's right, I'll give you a shot. And I'm and like I'm like, bro, I am two weeks in. I appreciate like what what you're saying but like i literally am just like still feeling the effects of doing well on stage right yeah, now yeah but like so like him too like i anything anything that's I can a cool do thing to, about to, yeah. that's a cool thing about adam walsh we talked about it on the last podcast he was here um adam adam walsh mylon knuckleheads they give people chances you know they you come out to their open mics and they see you and you do well i mean don't think that you're not going to get offered like a guest spot once in a while you know what i mean like He's going to try to get you on stage. That's that's the one thing that um, like I really respect about them is they they're looking at these new comics, people like me, people like I mean, Charles Hill, my co-host on Tuesdays. He hasn't been in it 
for very much longer than I have, especially with the whole COVID situation and mm-hmm. everything. And Charles is like out there booking shows, killing it. You know, I'm I'm getting booked. It's crazy. Like, yeah. we're, but it's because people like Adam, Mark Bonto, Mike Ball, all these people, Boogie. Yeah, they're all like taking chances on us, putting us up, letting us have time seeing working out our shit and that's what it's all about that's why it's like the entire community here in michigan we all like just have to scratch each other each other's backs and do and try to get each other to do well you know let's, because uh, let's not forget about our uh east goombas uh little paulie pepitoni paulie uh, pepitoni which I, I saw Kara Karachi go up the week before uh-huh. i went up at ridley's mm-hmm. and she was one of the first comics that came up in like she had like a really tight like like now knowing what I know right, and she comes out. She just mows for like just mows them down. A tight like, what? Three, like three tight and a half pussy? minutes. Uh, tight oh. pussy. <laughs> no, like her, she like like she had material. She knew right. it right. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I, I can't go up. I can't go up next week. Like I, I'm not fuck that. I'm not I doing it. I know what you and, mean. But then, but then, like, then she pivoted and was like, all right, on to the new stuff. And then, like, you know, like whatever. And so then I got the relief. I was like, oh, okay. So like. Yeah. 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 So one of the first mics that I Sorry. did, one of the third mic I did was actually in Billy Chapman's backyard. Um, and uh, Carol was there. Freezing that's, her that's ass the night off. that I met. <laughs> yeah, it was in the snow. It was in the snow in the middle of Waterford, like right near wherever. I don't even know where the fuck we were. Yeah. Um, and I met Kara that night. I met Diego that night. Um, seen a lot of the guys that I had met before previously, you know, like Brett and uh, mm-hmm. EJ Watson and uh, a couple other guys, Ryan Brown. Um, and it was a good, it was a good night, but it was like everybody got up and then I seen like, you know, Kara go up and she did all this amazing material, you know what I mean? And you feel intimidated and then, and then like, it's your turn and you're trying to do just as well as everybody else yeah. and you're just like oh, i feel like i'm crying and billy gave me an amazing introduction too which was hilarious because he was like my friend jason told me this girl is somebody to watch <laughs> you know and i was like oh, oh. fuck <laughs> you know but i just went up there and i did the stuff that i had been working on here in the basement and uh, it was okay it was a good night you know i felt confident about it and then it was enough to get me to go out there as soon as shit opened back up so that's what I did, but um, I've got a question for you. If yeah, that's allowed. yeah, yeah. So when you're in a room that people that you know, like, and respect, everyone is just dying out there. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those that's out of your mind? It's like I'm gonna turn this, or are you like, oh god, I've got to sit through that? Like, what what's what's your mentality when you're sitting in that room, knowing full well that it's just not going anyone's way? Yeah, so I get that sometimes at parts and labor when it's kind of like if it gets dead there, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I feel like the mm-hmm. one instance comes to mind and I just started fucking with the crowd. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, you know what? Nobody's getting laughs. Nobody's doing anything like and for a long time I was just fixated on doing my set. But like we were talking about like when people start cutting down to like three, four minutes or whatever. Yeah. Well, this night it was like I had just done like Soul Detroit or something. Mm. And I came right from there and I was intending How's to their do food, by the way. Amazing. Like I, I um, lived in the South for 18 years. I don't know. I had amazing crab cakes the one time I was or the second time I was there. So um, the first time I didn't eat anything. Uh, so I, 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 I've been in the room and I smelled it come out. I was like, oh, what's it? They have same, good food. Same, same as legit. 
Yeah. Pretty pretty legit. Pretty good food. Um, yeah, they have a collard green dip that looks amazing. Had, had I had Nothing I known, beats the South. Yeah. I'm doing it again on the 12th. Well, so. I, I would have come hungry that first night. <laughs> yeah. Had I actually like read the flyer and understood that it was black owned and operated. Yeah. But like, I just, I, I, I didn't know that, so I didn't trust it. Like, oh, you're well, like Sterling Heights, yeah, yeah. <laughs> soul food. Yeah. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, no, it's completely, it's a, it's a black owned business. Like, um, if my boy John Shania and Brent Hermes are in that kitchen, like, hey, bro, soul food. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. This ain't soul food. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, that was my bad. But, Sorry. So yeah, but but like the th- I had three minutes and I just did question and answers and it was just comedians and it was just like I just fucked with. Everybody, I was like, ask, ask me questions about whatever. Zach's asking me questions. What, what was the killer in that? The the last one was uh, Kaz. I, I was like, last question from Steve Kaz, because I always like to fuck with that little kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and careful. I'm, he's a careful. little kid, but he's 21, yeah. so he's he's legal. Consensual. But I can fu- I can fuck with him a little bit, God especially bless, off Stephanie. the on the on the mic. Um, and I was just like, I was like, give me a question. He was like, how big's your pussy? And I was like, I am the CEO of Fat Pussy Worldwide. Oh. And then I just went into a rant about like, I would be like, you need a fat pussy? Come to Fat Pussy Worldwide. And I was just like, he like went off. And that was like the one of the shittiest sets, but it was one of the funniest ones because the crowd just was out of it and I was just fucking with my friends, you know? So I, I'm picturing the uh, the commercial, but like, it's it's got to be like a uh, like a financial institution where like yeah. we're coming over to like a like a a rock and it's like yeah. right a, a, a pussy fa- a pussy fat pussy worldwide financial. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let's get back on track. Let's get stop talking about my fat pussy. Um, all right, so who are your influences in comedy and mm. who makes you laugh today? Like people who might not have influenced you but just make you crack up. So can you give me a couple examples of both? Like influenced you growing up. Do you, like, I can do both, you know, people that I'm listening to and then people that I'm seeing on stages. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want me to break it up and, like, have a little bracket? Right. Uh, no. Um, I, I grew up on, like, Comic View, you know, like, uh, BET's Comic View and all okay. those, like, kind of mashups and, and whatever else. Yeah. So then, like, also, like, the, the real hacky kind of 90s comic you know did you like um like uh like jamie kennedy experience experiment or any of that kind of like weird like so like that was that was in a weird spot where because you graduated 2002 2002 okay so like so you were like high school when that was out yeah and and like it it wasn't like the vibe that the people around me had okay so you know like were you an snl person SNL, yeah, for Definitely. sure, and and like I just I grew up appreciating the the classics, yeah, and you know just kind of like the, um, you know just like my parents Monty had me Python? watching, yeah, Monty Python, old sitcoms, and just like old, you know, like the the, the who's on first kind of, yeah, yeah, like understanding why some and and my my dad, educated man, my mom educated woman, they're teachers, my dad's a wordsmith, he he had this very unique you know kind of background where he was in the seminary. He was like a theologian, going to become a priest, but then, you know, pivoted and became a sex therapist. Like That's great. Yeah, right? Woo! So your dad was a sex therapist? Yes. And so my mom also worked uh, in, the, uh, in the Catholic school system. And so, like, growing up, 
like we would have like priests over for dinner mm-hmm. that like my dad was in the seminary with them and they knew that like my dad was like one of those like Rome guys like they're gonna send him off to like you know right. solve the church uh, <laughs> and there'd be like a new priest at the table and my dad would just like ask Sorry. just ask a very leading question mm-hmm. knowing like the chess move after just so, so that this guy would just like mop himself into a corner and then my like my dad would you know, about to be asked like the, the killer question that's going to make this guy question the faith and tear the collar off and like oh, it's really? all a lie. Oh. And then like the other priest at the table who knew my dad like, all right, Sagru, stop messing with the lad. Like tell him that you're sacred heart class of you right, know, whatever. Right, right, right. And so I, 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 I gained an appreciation for how you can find the humor in other people's misconceptions of the same world that we're seeing. I understand that. Yeah. Completely, completely. So I guess that's what fascinates me about comedy is that like, it's the same world that you see, that I see, that anybody out there sees, mm-hmm. but then they put it through their filter and then share it with the world, yeah. and it fascinates me, like, what is going on in that head of theirs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many people that I, like, see, and I'm like, oh, my God, if I could just, like, sit down and talk to you for 20 minutes, yeah. I think I could probably learn a whole lot of shit about the world, like, yeah. <laughs> insane stuff. There's so many people that are like that. But like um, for sure, that you know, like the Dave Chappelle's, the um, the Bill Burr's. <laughs> Were you into in Living Color? Like, yes. is, is that too? You're yes. not too I, young for I, that. I was okay. I was there uh, in in Living. The the Wayans brothers were just yeah. an institution yeah. for for yeah. for the longest time. You know, Chris Tucker was, oh. mm-hmm. uh, and then you know you get into the Mitch Hedbergs and and like that whole that whole. Are you thing. a Louis C.K. fan? I am. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, Pootie Tang. Do you remember <clears throat> Pootie Tang? <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> oh. What a tie. What a tie. <laughs> I watched it not too long ago, and I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, like I, and I even remember, like, you know, hurricane bits and, you know, like, I mean, like, Bernie, Bernie Mac, uh, when when he was, uh, uh, what was the the, the show, uh, at, like, at the, at the Apollo, where, like, everyone's just dying out there. Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac comes on, out on stage and just looks at the crowd and was like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. You know, and then like, <laughs> like just starts yeah. talking shit. You know, Hell like yeah. that's that's that like that's the kind of shit that I that I like. And then yeah. you know like the, the guys more recent like Theo Vaughn is one of the funniest effing voices I've heard. Mm-hmm. What goes through his head and how statements come out when I hear my podcast and on stage whatever yeah. else it's just uh yeah. Yeah. Were you at Grashit when uh, Ari Manis was there with with Noah? Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, uh, from his uh, thing. From, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. I have an ad. I've made a whole $10 off of this shit. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? We're can about I, to get ga- a tank of gas soon. No, it's um, it's already pre-recorded. They had to approve it ahead of time. But Stamps.com, you- ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Stamps.com. They'll send you your own scale. Don't have to go to the post office. Yeah. Stock. Is that it? We no, it's not. It's it's for Anchor, the the app that I do my uh, my podcast on. Oh. So that's that's all it is. Like I no, I'm not at stance.com material yet. We're not Mark Marin yet, honey. <laughs> We're not. Um, I also am open to Casper mattresses and uh, <laughs> to do an advertising for them. And also, um, we could do uh, what? Oh. What are the food services? Those are the one. Uh, Blue Ribbon. <laughs> is, White Claw. Is, there, is there a bit for White Claw, the sponsored by White Claw? Yeah. That's what Johanna said. That is the goal for the show. What it, was it? Is, White Claw. Is is there a bit for the Casper mattress where like just just like taking your Spanx off at the end of the night you get that mattress <laughs> in it? <laughs> the fucking I bought one of those mattresses for my kid. 
And I swear to shit, it came in a box that looked like a cylinder. Yeah. It was so tightly wrapped. I opened that thing up. That motherfucker flew open like crazy. Like in Christmas just vacation. Just open. get the tree home. Dude, I almost got knocked the fuck out by it across the room. I'm not even kidding. Like I opened the box and That's he was the like. the story for Child Protective Services if we're sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, he was still a baby. But, <laughs> but he's standing there and he's like, he's like, don't open that plastic. It will fucking fly open and that thing flew right the fuck open and knocked me across the room. It was is, she, is she the type that you tell her not to do it and that's the first thing that she does? Always. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. Alright, we're about to take a break. Uh, we are going to come back soon with our guest, Papa Sean. Hey. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Beer buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. I like Angela, Vega. and Rita, and as Lou I Vega. Continue, you know Did you know that Lou Vega saved the Catholic Church? I did not know that. Yeah, he was about to roll out a program, said, what would Lou do, right? What would Lou do? But uh, the Catholic Church said, hey, JC needs a facelift. So he said, let him have it. What would <laughs> Jesus do came out after that? And I didn't see a dime. <clears throat> I invented Jesus fishes. <laughs> Lou Vega. D- Jesus fish. I invented them. I also invented the uh, the family stick figures on the back of people's cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I did that for pedophiles so they know how many kids to steal. Yeah, yeah. Or or, no, or or know what's on the menu. <laughs> if you're Dahmer, yeah. If you're Dahmer and you know it, clap your hands. Oh, God. Did, did you grow up in the same Michigan that I grew up in that your parents convinced you you're going to be kidnapped or at least approached to be kidnapped at some point? Real quick sidebar. Welcome back to Sanctioned by <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> I am your host, And the Stephanie. answer is yes. I'm your host, Stephanie Ann. And we are here with Papa Sean. And the hey. answer is yes, Papa Sean. Because everybody knew about the Oakland County child killer. Like, even our age, we were like, our parents were all like, oh, you cannot just ride your bike anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, you have to have at least one other 50-pound child with you. (laughs) Because no one's going to be able to haul your fat ass and another 50-pound child away. So one of you's getting out of this okay. My my dad taught us very early on the whole uh, you don't have to outrun the bear. Mm-hmm. You just have to outrun the guy next to you mentality. Yeah. So yeah. I, always, I always had one slow friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was the I was the I was the duff, the designated ugly fat. Friend. I was I was um yeah, I was the one that got set up with the ugly or skinny dude that looked like he was probably five years younger than you, you know, at the time. And uh, uh, also, but you know what? Dating nerds was pretty cool. 
Like, I, I dug nerds. Nerds knew what they were doing when it came down to it. Nerds! Nerds! Never, nerds were cool. I never really had a, had a place. I just kind of floated. I was athletic enough not to be yeah, me too. a nerd. I was yeah. smart enough not to be a jock. I, uh, I don't know. I just kind of... I just fucked around with nerds. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. nerds watched a lot of porn. They knew what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Not even kidding. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. I was all like, what is this sex shit about? Let's try it out. <laughs> My body is a wonderland. <laughs> Figure it out. I was older, though. I was only like, I was like 19 when I uh, had sex for the first time. No, 18, 18. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was 18. Yeah. But, I mean, that was old for people my age. I don't know. Oh, and right. I grew up in the country, too, in Carleton, Michigan. So it was like everybody was fucking their cousin, like, when they were seven, eight, you know. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, just kidding. Just kidding. There there, there were, like, you know, I, I grew up with the, the, the Chaldeans and the Albanians in uh, the, the greater metro Detroit area. And there was, like, some dudes that, like, I need to check your birth certificate, sir. <laughs> you look like you are 37 years old. 37 years old. And you're old. playing JV football at East <laughs> Middle School. Oh, so, man. Yeah. 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 Like, this dude fucks. They're like, this is the only white guy we're checking his age on. Everybody else is like Latino and black. We're like, are you 47 or 12? Dude, my 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 best friend growing up, shout out John Shania. Yeah, you miserable fuck. How you doing? Uh, he, he had armpit hair in sixth grade. I was like, I got to be friends with this dude. He's going places. <laughs> He's going places. I got to be friends with this dude. He's going to the wheels in on the weekend, son. Let's Meanwhile, go. we're all in the girls' ba- in the girls' changing room going, oh, my God, <laughs> Megan has pubic hair. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that means she fucked a guy. Like, that's how stupid we were back then. It was like, and then, like, if your hair under your armpit started growing or you, ha- you got hair anywhere, like, it was like, oh, she's going through it. Like, she's probably having sex. Like, it was a really weird thing. I, it was a really weird time. I once had a girl down south look at me and like, with conviction and say, once sperm hits the air, it dies, right? I was like, sure. <laughs> no, once it hits my throat, it dies. Hey! Hey! All right, Papa Sean. We are going to our segment this show it is called the unsanctioned seven this is seven random questions that yours truly comes up with every week on the random on the fly sometimes i repeat them sometimes i don't (laughs) sometimes they're completely new and yeah should i go live on my uh, instagram you can do uh, for for this um you can do (laughs) do whatever you want but yeah with yeah (laughs) so um hey (laughs) all right Question number one, what three things would you like to accomplish this year, in the next year, 365 days from now? I'd like to have a place to live in. That would be dope. That would be dope. Uh, I, God, man, you're really, like, putting me on the spot here. Oh, I'm just trying to be honest. I told you we'd deep dive into your comic soul. dive into my comic soul. Um. I would really like to put on a stage here in Detroit, okay. downtown. Yep. And uh, number three, I, uh, I'd really like to, I've got a platform that I think uh, I can get some, some voices from Detroit that, uh, that I've heard and that I've loved. Um, Elsewhere? Heard, yeah, heard out, outside of here. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, like, 
you know, one day I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll get there. But like right now I have the opportunity to um, kind of show two groups of people that I love something awesome and, and, and yeah. bridge them together. So th- those are the, the, the three goals is figure, figure out how to, how to create opportunities local and how to create opportunities out of town. And for, personal uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know what? The planets are all going to align. Just trust. Ooh, yeah, just trust. for sure. Just trust. Just trust. Okay. Question number two. What year would you visit if you had a time machine? I, it could be in your lifetime. It could be in the past. It could be in the future. Like, what's, what's the context? Like, am I me now, but, like, if I was existing in that time, would I be able to, like, pop in on your boy and be like, yeah, I mean, you can't, like, butterfly effect the fuck out of it, but you could possibly go back to somewhere where you weren't at that time. So, yeah. like, if you were like, I wasn't at Lollapalooza 1991 or whatever. Yeah, like, no. You know what I mean? If, like, if, if we're just going for, like, the sheer energy and experience and so on, I, I, I guess, like... You know, like a what a cop out, Lollapalooza '91. I don't know. So I was awesome. Just... No, but like that. But like, just think of you know, I would Woodstock '99. Yeah. I just really want to yeah. get gross. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think, I, I think it would be uh, Woodstock '99. I think, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I get a lot of pleasure out of like point shitting, mm-hmm. and so like I'd really want to go back to a, a, a place in time where like scholars debate like what somebody said and how they said it and okay. then just like come back and just like totally shit on it like totally shit on it yeah i mean like what if what if abraham lincoln like absolutely stepped on the gettysburg address but like everyone's like we, we know what he meant to say so right, right, like, right, right, right. Uh, you know like what if, uh, but to have that knowledge that he fucked it up and yeah. everybody just corrected him like because he was lincoln like he's just like just don't say four horse. Don't say four horse. Four horse. Ah, fuck. Everyone's like, hey, hey, we got you. It's cool. We won't write it down. Four score. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd love to go, like, point shit on something like that. Like, you you took care of so-and-so, so we good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. just pat. It worked, seeing, it worked Seeing out. all the swept under the rug shit. Yeah, you know, and like. That would be fun. Yeah, I don't know. That would be really fun. Um, okay, let's see here. That was weak. I'm sorry. That was weak. That was uh, fucking terrible. I'll just go ahead. And I would go back and buy Apple stock like when it was nothing. That's and what I would do. I would go back and tell a young Papa Sean to believe in himself. Aw, um, I do that too. Yeah. I tell myself too because I didn't believe in myself for a long time. And, and so. like, don't. There are plenty. Just don't of, fuck that one bitch. There for are plenty real. of categories of porn. You don't have to start looking into them before 18. Like, yeah. It'll really confuse you in your 20s. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Papa Sean. <laughs> Is there anyone who you saw naked accidentally? And what was their reaction? I've, I've seen my buddy Mick naked accidentally an uncomfortable amount of times. Um, and it's usually humor that, that, that comes out. You just uh, laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Why I, is he always naked? Ah. Uh, where it's happened multiple times. Mick Mick is more of a lifestyle than a person. Mm, yeah. Mm. Like everything's a little everything's a little bit more fun with Mick. A little bit more fun with Mick. He's he's the guy that takes you to the restaurant that just opened, orders one of everything on the menu, insists that everyone shares. Uh, yeah. it's just it's just more fun with Mick. More fun with Mick. Yeah. So, you know, like 
if he's in his Wonder Woman costume and decides that, uh, you know, it's time to change. It's time to see Nick's dick. Yeah, like, you know, the pool party ain't going to stop. Right. Yeah. The party don't stop until yeah. Mick walks yeah. in. I put a GoPro on him one day. Um, Are you kidding yeah, me? We're, we're at a bar, and I wanted Mick Vision. And, Mick um, Vision? <laughs> I, I had to go take the GoPro after about uh, 13 minutes and 29 seconds. Oh, jeez. I, I know that. There was a, Way too much. Too much evidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody's ready for this Just mech. scrubbed it, yeah. I ain't ready for that mech. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Okay, um, we're at one, two, three, four. What is your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure. Mm. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's... Do you want to know mine? Yeah, let me hear yours just so I understand. The... the, the Teen show Riverdale. 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 I don't know why, but I've been on that shit since it started. Yeah. Like, I love that stupid. That stu- it reminds me of 90210, but with mystery and stuff. And it's even stupider. I, honestly, I'd say that my guilty pleasure is uh, I like to put my noise-canceling headphones on, mm-hmm. lay on my back on the floor, and uh, listen to Billie Eilish. Okay. When the party's over. I mean, it's just a mood. Here's what pisses me off, though. It's okay. like I hear that the way that that song is mixed. Mm-hmm. It's like it's sound 360 degrees around All around you. your ear, yeah. I'm half deaf, right? You so are. There's no, I didn't know that there's about you. There's no depth perception in my sound so okay. it just sounds like your fucking asshole buddy is turning the speaker up and down you know mm-hmm. i try to project and see what other people might feel right but it is very soothing yeah know? and i mean she's 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 very revolutionary in how she builds music her voice is very 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 interesting her brother is kind of a genius when it comes to the production of it too like they're i mean the two of them uh recorded that entire first or second album, I think it was her. But all of their, I think they record in like a little room in their house. Their bedroom. You know, in the bedroom. Or her bedroom. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, everything I know comes from their documentary. So. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the whole yeah. thing. I haven't well, no, seen no, no, it. Like, I, I, like, I'm just saying like, because they, they, they show that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they, they also, like they released uh, the, the master recordings right. for, for that album and just like the, the way that they're playing the same sound over itself 30 plus times and then panning where that sound right. is coming from. It's right. just fascinating. I love how she's obsessed with The Office too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple of songs I think that on the one album where they play like little excerpts from The Office and I'm just like, oh, this is great. Did you, did you see what her tickets were selling for when they went on sale here in Detroit? Let me guess, because Ariana Grande's were at least six to seven hundred. So I, I, then that's that's a thousand. Yeah, it's more. Well, no, no, because like how much was it? Well, it was like right when it dropped. Like I like I got in the queue and it was like the worst fucking seat you could possibly get in whatever the venue was, and it was mm-hmm. like three hundred and some odd dollars for like the bleeders, and that seemed absurd to me. But like yeah. now, oh, apparently Ariana Grande is twice as fabulous. No, that's the thing. I was like Ariana Grande's. High like high price tickets were or normal price tickets were like six hundred. If you want a nosebleeds, it was like three fifty or whatever. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so similar. So that's just the Probably. economics of those shows. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Like I would much rather go see a local band play, like uh, like our friends Ave Under Fire. Well, now they're on tour, so that's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, oh, who's dropping names now? Yeah, I'm dropping oh, names oh, now. Let me put a bucket out there. I miss for them. You. I keep seeing their stuff on on Facebook, and I'm just like, oh my god. I just I used to, all last summer we used to go to whiskey 
skis on the water and just yep. watch them play by the water. Every just Saturday. Just for something to do. Yeah, every you Saturday know? night. Yeah, it was like every other Saturday they were there. Um, and then like people like uh, people uh, like uh, Brett Solferino and um, his band, Stage Drive, and then like What is uh, What does Brett play? I, um, Guitar. I, I'm aware that he's a musician, but like what kind of music? What's uh, what's his vibe? Um, It's rock. Yeah. Yeah, rock. And he has a second band, too, um, Running Yellows. They have a song on Spotify. It's kind of dope. Like, it's a good, like, chill out and relax song. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to... I'd like to think that he's in like a progressive rock band that only did Michael Bublé covers. No, no, that's that's Nick Kelly. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because I call him Baby Michael Bublé. He's smooth, man. Yeah, we're name dropping all night tonight. This hey, is weird. hey. All right. Next question: Did you ever put something inside your high school locker that shouldn't have been there? Uh, Weed. Illegally pirated pornographic. Videos. Oh, okay, okay. Did you have the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee tape? Did I? Did you? Did I? Yeah. I found it in a bush. Yeah. You know what the best part of that whole tape is? Tommy Lee honking the fucking oh, horn of the boat Lee with just his like, dick. I, I, like, I, I wasn't aware it could bend at a, at a 90 degree angle like that. I was impressed. <laughs> That's just, so great. And just spring back to life. Good for you, Tommy. That's I hope so you're doing great. big things, bud. That's so great. He's... He's got a hot wife in Hep C. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What is in the trunk of your car right now? Or what's in your car right now? Oh, man. Because you told me you live out of it earlier. Do I uh, Do I have a list? Uh, the odd things that I have, I, I have uh, Carhartt uh, insulated coveralls. Okay. It's because you never know when you might want to give off that axe murderer look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Are you a serial killer? No, no, I don't do grains. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got a podcast mic, a uh, an Apple computer, uh, some fantastic white runts grown by uh, Detroit Legacy Growers, Sensa Mia. Check them out on Instagram, Sensa underscore Mia. Uh, we're, we're working on that. It's terrible branding. Wait, um, what? What did you say? White runts? White runts. It's a strain of cannabis. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, "Is this mushrooms? What are you talking? Or is this candy? No. I don't know." I have a, I have a whole bunch of mail that uh, is probably bills I can't afford to pay right now. Absolutely. Um, I've got a couple of non-alcoholic Lagunitas hops. It's a great, uh, it's a great soda water that tastes like regret. Um, but yeah. And shame. Yeah, and shame. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a bunch of empty Red Bulls. It's pretty fucking pathetic in there, to be perfectly honest with you. I get it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the last question. Anxiety. Thinking about my car. If you could rid the world of one thing, what mm. would it be? If I could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? Not I, Red Bull. I just, I just need everybody to understand, like, men, women, grown men in public spaces, what the rules are for urinals. <laughs> yes because if i could rid the world of one thing it would be the, the dude that when there's seven urinals available 
He just has to pee in the one next to you. Like that's that's just uh, I, think- I feel the same way in the in the bathroom stall. Like yeah. I I use a public bathroom every day at work, yeah. and there are six stalls in our bathroom, and it's like when there's two fucking people in there, some bitch has to come sit right next to you, and then it's like. I can't sit here and take a shit while you're listening to me. I feel it's it's indicative of society just losing that daily decency. Yeah. Right? Like, you... you Modesty. You, you can fly in sweatpants, but, like, when I was growing up, like, I put my Sunday's best on to fly, and, like, we behaved ourselves, and we didn't have fucking Karen videos on, uh, you know, but, like, people lost that decency, and everyone's all up in your shit, you know? Yeah. So, like, let's... You know, it's it's boundaries. Like I, I wanna I wanna rid the world of no boundaries, boundaries, but like boundaries are good. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just the world would be a better place if people are just for fucking decency. Yeah, I like I like decency too. <laughs> <laughs> I like decency. I would remove indecency, Stephanie. I, I love it being indecent. I love being vulgar and I love that part of life right now. But the thing is, is like when it comes to my daily on a human life, level, on a human level, when I'm out at a store, I'm always like, hey, honey, are you how you doing? I'm always talking to the people who are working. I'm put trying the to shopping be, cart back, put the shopping cart, hold back. the door, stand by Glenn Danzig's stance of you are a son of a bitch if you don't put your shopping cart back. Like if someone holds the door open for you. Then let them jump you in line because it's only right and fair. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I was being decent, but like, oh, yeah. all right, you yeah. could have held the door yourself. Yeah. I, I honestly like that's the one thing about me. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you're kind of crude and you're kind of vulgar and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I'm the sweetest person you probably will ever meet. Like, honestly, when it comes to like a face to face interaction on a daily basis, I'm always like, hey, how are you doing? That's why when I go to my liquor store, they give me free samples of things <laughs> because I'm always like hey how you doing rocky he's like i'm doing all right how you doing you know Stephanie, when you when you pick up a handful of minis when they're not looking and shove it into your purse that's not giving you things for free i mean <laughs> technically they want me to have it so otherwise I mean, they wouldn't leave it out i know right i mean it's not like they're for sale or anything i don't know anyway this has been a really fun night papa sean um why don't you tell everybody uh where your favorite spots to go are my favorite spots, come up, come see your boy when you see me say what up, though. You can catch me Monday nights at New Way Bar, Tuesdays at Trixie's, sometimes Gratiot Pub. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays, I when play golf. When he doesn't want to be on my bad side, he comes yeah. to Gratiot Pub. <laughs> Wednesdays, I play golf. It's the broiest thing I do, but I fucking, I murder. Bruce fucking loves my shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that old man. Um, and uh, Parts and labor. Parts and labor once in a yeah. while. Uh, quick question for you. This yeah. Sunday, mm-hmm. is there a mic anywhere on Sunday? Because And let me, my brother, sister-in-law, two British nephews are going to be in town. Brits are coming? Oh, the British are coming. Well, this Sunday, folks, we are starting. It's the world premiere. It's the, thank you. Oh. Um, we are now starting at New Dodge Lounge. Fuckery Sunday. Sunday fuckery. Sunday fuckery. Sunday fuckery. And it will be at New Dodge from 7 to 10 p.m. Sign up starts at 6.30. 7 to 10. 7 to 10. So everybody gets to go home before 11 and go to work the next morning. Um, Yeah, and uh, that's going to be going every week. What are are the highlights? Like, if I was going to do a quick uh, voiceover to, like, if you were just going to have a commercial, 
Mm-hmm. Like, what are the points that you would want me to hit? I really want to take like just just one run at it. Okay. So like it's it's Sunday. It's Sunday fuckery. Sunday fuckery or fuckery Sunday. It's suck. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's suckery. suckery. It's suckery. Suckery. It suckery. suckery. Fuckery Sunday. A Sunday fuckery at New Dodge Lounge, Hamtramck. Um, seven to ten p.m. Sign up at six thirty, and um, Louis slinging drinks. All night. Yes, he slings the white claws. Wear wear your clean underwear so you don't, um, you know, we don't have to, like, be inappropriate when you get in a car accident on the way out. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Smell a white claw. <laughs> I just want everyone to wear clean <clears throat> underwear. I'm a big, big <clears throat> proponent of clean underwear. Um, clean, clean generals in general. <laughs> so. All right, we ready for it? Yeah, let's do this. Sunday, 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 Sunday fuckery at New Dodge Lounge. Comedy starts at 7 and goes until 10. Sign up at 6.30. Louie will be slinging drinks. What do you think? Come on down and fuck around. (laughs) Papa Sean, give it up. Unless you guys have a note you want me to take it in a different direction, I uh, I can... That's that's almost as that's almost as good as Paul Pipitoni doing the whole like hey, hey. listen to Sanction by Stephanie every time oh. I come to New Ways. So, yeah, he gives me that that's too. That's yeah, that's you need to record that for me. I know. Him I do. doing that. I, do. I need Paul so to I can come put and it do on a drop. A drop. It. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I was I was talking with uh, with Paulie Pipitoni and I was uh, I was telling him what his uh, his tell or his tick is on stage. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I came up with a with a with a good branding for him. But like, when 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 Paulie's there and he knows he's about to deliver a killer, yeah, he does what I like to call the uh, the the Paulie Pepitoni uh, boot scoop, and just kind of scoop. Yes, that, scoop that boot. yes, I know what yes, you're talking yes, about. Yes, oh, yes. yes. You, you see those shoulder blades <laughs> tighten up scoop. and the boot scoop. Oh back, my like, god, oh, that's so funny. You know you're ready for it. It's coming. It's oh, so funny. It's coming. And then like you know like within seconds of me telling Paulie Pepitoni this, he's like. I mean, you know, you can't always give them the boot scoot. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I just made it a thing. And you already are giving me Italian Cosa Nostra rules about it. You know, Jesus. I love that, me some Polly Pepper. All that gabagool. I love the Italians. <laughs> I love the Italians. They're the best. They're just, the best. I just feel like. The Eastside Goombas are, are the shit. I feel like he's got, like, a better than, like, like an aftermarket liner to the inside of that uh, tracksuit jacket. And I just need to find out what it is, you know? I'm going to have to make sure he listens because he... he I want a Paul... He does listen Paul Pepitone line of tracksuits. Oh. Ben, why did you... You went totally not... I Italian totally did not go... Yeah, no. yeah, I don't know what that Sorry. was. Sorry. I feel I like it's... I'm, so I'm around you two. I just thought... I, no, but okay. <laughs> Ben's like, I can't do it. His, 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 his it. local television commercial for his tracksuit jacket emporium, he'd be like, and just remember, it's only... Polly Pepitoni. <laughs> hey! Hey! All right. Well, that's what that's all we have for tonight. Um, let me just go down a couple things here. This week, this week, I have the boat bar in Ortonville, Michigan, with Micaholic Billy Chapman. Woo! Micah uh, Billy! Yep, the headliner of that show is JD the Smile Hustler. JD Huh! 
feature is Nick Kelly. I am the guest spot and host is Billy Chapman. So that's going to be a big freaking night. That's supposed to be a really lit bar. Mm, um, that's a I'm hell really of a lineup excited. too. Wow. Yep. And then this Friday, people in Portonville are going to get like, a good We're going to light show. the motherfucker on fire. That's Ooh. probably, yeah. We're going to be like, hey, let's do some flaming Dr. Pepper shots. <laughs> the bench is going to. Flaming asbestos, Dr. Pepper. Asbestos. Oh. Um, Friday, the 30th, I have, I am hosting Rusty Nail for Cody Calebra's headlining debut, his birthday show. Cody! Um, also on the bill is Zach Nicoletti. Cody, uh, just back from New York City, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. he was Cody. there with Kara. I see you out there, Cody. Yep. Um, also also on the bill besides Nicoletti is uh, hey. Jake House. Oh, I love me some Jake House. Jake House, who will do uh, 35 minutes and 10. <laughs> and he is amazing. He is one of my favorite people to watch. Um, we also He's have... just an energy up there. Yep, yep. We also have Justin DeVozo featuring. And then we have... I'll pretend. Oh, Justin, fuck yeah. Yeah, fucking Justin DeVozo. And then we have a guest... Uh, spot being done by 16-year-old oh. Anna McManus. Good for you, Anna. Yeah, Anna, Anna. I'm sure you're great, Anna. Anna, like, blew everybody's <laughs> minds the other day, so. Where he, was she at? Uh, at Gratiot Pub, Adam gave her three extra minutes, and Ooh. she fucking did Murdered. great. Yeah, she did great. She did great. I love Just it when I see natural. someone. Yeah, I love it when I see someone do great their first time, and then I immediately have that same shitty feeling. Like, well, I'd seen you. she she did great at New Way the first couple times, so we were really impressed. And I was is she like, is she the uh, daughter of Nicoletti's the... pediatrician? Wait, 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 wait. Yes, no. The, like, whoa, 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 the, the what? Guy that talks about like science books. Zach Nicoletti's his daughter really? came up the <laughs> no, so not not that father daughter. This is a dis- oh no, 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 this no, is no, Nicoletti's no, pediatrician. Oh, so so I did talk to her and, and she's like she's like yeah like you know suicide jokes when your parents are in the crowd. I'm like oh you're fucking great. Like I don't <laughs> yeah, care yeah, yeah, and and sucking old men's dick I, jokes. Yeah, I rescind everything that I said previously. <laughs> she deserves that spot way more yes, than I yes. did. Yes, My so apologies. Anna will be guest spotting on that. Um, that's a knuckle head show and that's like i said it's cody's birthday so anybody that can come out to rusty nail on friday it's gonna be really really fucking fun um and then i got i got some upcoming shows too but we're probably gonna do another podcast before then so and don't forget the premiere of sunday at new dodge which we already said that it's all right yes thank you thank you we've done a whole fuckery fuckery sunday i got i got i came up with fuckery and then we got to stick with it you know because everybody's like is fuckery going on is fuckery going on i'm like yeah we're calling it fuckery are are you just trying to justify it was gonna be sunday shenanigans just because there's an f in your name you yes. just have to put like fuckery, fuck this, fuck that. Yes, fuck, yes, yes. yes. Okay. I did not have a, I did not have a female child that I could name with an S name. So we're like Sunday fuckery, Steph. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm down. All right, people, we're out for tonight. Thank you for listening to Sanctioned by Stephanie, and good night. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, wanna let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and wanna leave my own life. Not a yes sir, not a follower Fit the box, fit the mold, have a seat in the foyer Take a number, I was lightning before the thunder Thunder, thunder
Thunder.